Hi, I'm Connor Svensson, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs, and this is your week in blockchain on Monday, the 12th of April, 2021. The big news this week is that Ether has reached another all-time high and Bitcoin is back up, hovering just below it. Coinbase's IPO is now imminent. MicroStrategy and May2 have continued to increase their cryptocurrency holdings. Some high-profile industry bodies have now joined the Crypto Climate Alliance as well to help address some of the climate issues associated with blockchain. Shopify's been inquiring a bit about DeFi. Uh, another big DeFi protocol's been hacked. And we're seeing too Gucci and McDonald's have expressed some hints around NFTs. And finally, an NFT shark tank as well with Mark Cuban and Snoop Dogg and a few other high profile people. So the big news this week is that there's been more rallying of the leading crypto prices. Bitcoin's hovering very close to its all time high of just just under 62,000 US dollars. And Ether has actually set a new all time high of 2,190 per Ether. But one of the other big milestones that's been reached is that there's now 100 cryptocurrencies that have got a market capitalization of 1 billion US dollars or more. In the last two months, uh, the number of cryptocurrencies which actually have this 1 billion plus capitalization has doubled since uh, the last time this was surveyed by Cointelegraph. So that was only two months ago. So there's been a, a huge increase in this last couple of months. There's also been some significant movement in this, the space of sustainability with the Crypto Climate Accord. Ripple coin shares and consensus have all joined that now. And the intent behind this is that it's an initiative to have the cryptocurrency industry run entirely on renewable energy energy by 2025. The initiative, which was led by EnergyWeb and the Alliance for Innovative Regulation, is inspired by the Paris Climate Agreement. And the one of the, the intent there, in addition to actually running on top of renewable energy, is to actually develop an open source accounting system for measuring emissions for key players in the industry to adopt. There's been another big piece of news in the Ethereum ecosystem this week with key researchers on the ETH2 protocol voting to ship a proof of stake in 2021. So this is something that was anticipated would likely be next year. A poll by the ETH2 researcher called uh, named Justin Drake, who actually surveyed ETH2 researchers, the client teams and the coordinators, so really all of the key individuals involved in the ecosystem, they said that they were keen to hit this milestone before the end of 2021. This would massively reduce the actual costs with transacting with the Ethereum network, but more importantly as well would have significant re reduction in its climate footprint because it would no longer require this power-hungry proof-of-work mining which it uses currently. Japan's central bank as well has uh, started experimenting with central bank digital currencies. The first phase has just started, which is focusing on the basic functionality, using it for payments and uh, issuance and distributions and redemptions of currencies. And that's going to carry on for the next year. But then they're hoping to move on to phase two to test more detailed functionality and then potentially onto phase three, which will provide businesses and end users to participate in a pilot program. We've spoken previously about C CDBCs, and this is a, a key area for a number of governments uh, for actually providing a digitized version of their currencies. And many of them are building on top of the you know, well-known blockchain technologies in order to do this. So it's, it's great to see one of the significant economies such as Japan you know, really making progress with their pilot program here. The basketball team, the Sacramento Kings, are set to offer Bitcoin as a salary option. Their chairman and CEO uh, announced uh, on a clubhouse chat uh, last week that uh, anyone in the organization could actually receive their pay 
or as much of their pay as they wanted in Bitcoin. And so, of course, it very quickly uh, broke out of Clubhouse and became mainstream news after this. Be fascinating to see if people have actually taken up this offer there. But again, it's testament to the the interest that organisations are seeing in terms of offering people flexibility with uh, being paid paid in cryptos. Grayscale as well have announced that they're very committed to converting their their investment vehicles that enable investors to actually buy and hold cryptocurrencies through them into an ETF when the regulators are ready for this. At the moment, there hasn't been an ETF launched yet for any of the cryptocurrencies in the US market. ETFs have been launched in other markets, such as Canada. But uh, really what they're saying there is that they they really want to actually be able to convert these uh, instruments that they currently have to ETFs as and when they can. They've also added now um, additional cryptocurrencies, including Chainlink to their large cap fund. Uh, and they've actually registered a trust for the Microsoft partnered NAMI project token. This is something that we spoke about previously, which is a decentralized identity solution that Microsoft's been building. And so it'll be great to see how, how, how this helps the network evolve if you're giving more people exposure to the actual the cryptocurrency that, that powers this decentralized identity platform. MicroStrategy have continued to plow more funds into Bitcoin and they've announced the purchase of another uh, 15 million of worth of Bitcoin and made to the, the, the Chinese uh, app have actually uh, purchased another 10 million in Bitcoin to complete the treasury allocation plan. Now, if you recall, previously we spoke about how in the, the treasury allocation said that they could hold up to 100 million. So they must be pretty close on this number now because I think they were around about 90 when we last spoke about it. So it does raise the question, well, what happens when they start to uh, exceed these allocations? They have to start liquidating the positions or not. We shall see. The Coinbase has also posted a record 1.8 billion dollars in in revenue this has been helped massively by the huge growth in the actual cryptocurrencies in the in the last year uh, the valuations as well for coinbase's ipo that is due to take place this week have been encompassing a very wide range that going from 19 up to 230 billion so really really interested to see how this this pans out this week we've also seen the neobank revolut which has had it added a number of new tokens uh, to to their platform so now they actually support 21 different cryptos with with revolut they they're they're a neobank platform in the in the uk which is got significant adoption, but they were one of the earlier sort of neobanks who started offering crypto rather than being crypto first, such as crypto.com is. So again, it's, it's, it shows that there's significant demand from their customers to actually access a broader basket of different cryptocurrencies on the platform there, helping drive the overall growth and adoption of them. In the enterprise space, Fidelity, Coinbase and Square have uh, formed a crypto council to lobby policymakers. And so this is called the Crypto Council for Innovation. And really what they want to do is demonstrate the transformational promise of crypto and communicate its benefits to policymakers, regulators and people around the globe. Of course, uh, all, of, all of these firms have a very vested interest in seeing cryptocurrency succeed. So it makes sense that they're starting to get involved in the, the log lobbying angle as well. The city of Miami as well has started collaborating with some well-known Ethereum developers to put some city services on the blockchain. The Miami mayor, Francis Suarez, said that they're trying to come up with a project that goes through the foundation and directly with Ethereum that they can do with the city. There's significant history with the city of Miami and uh, Ethereum in that Vitalik Buterin, when he first presented the Ethereum white paper, was at a Bitcoin conference in Miami. 
and uh, he's one of the people who's actually been involved in these discussions. The messaging app Signal as well, they've now added payment functionality using mobile coin uh, in, in, into the actual platform. This is something that's currently only available in the UK market for Signal users where they're, they're really te testing out this functionality. But there, there has been, they have come under fire for their, their choice of um, blockchain platform here for these payments because Moxie Marlin Spite, the founder of Signal, uh, was actually listed as the CTO uh, in, in an early white paper for mobile coins. So because of those are close associations there, there are some concerns about you know, why they were chosen. The blockchain pro project Near Protocol has launched its Ethereum bridge known as Rainbow for cross-chain interoperability. The Near Protocol is backed by a number of very high-profile investors, including Andreessen Horowitz and Coinbase and Pantera, and has actually raised over 70 million to date. So it's a significant project working on this, but they're not, of course, the only ones. Other big names involved in this include Icon uh, and, and many others that we'll be hearing more about over the coming months. Tether has also announced that they plan to expand their US DT uh, stablecoin onto the Polkadot um blockchain and so this will just broaden the availability of it it's currently live on ethereum uh, eos solana tron bitcoin cash and a few other protocols but polka dot's been getting a lot of growth and traction recently so it makes sense for them to actually launch there as well in the world of DeFi, unfortunately there's been another high high profile hack this week with force dow being drained of millions of dollars uh, after a white hat hacker discovered a bug in the smart contracts code, they actually took 14.8 million force tokens, which was worth 34 million at the time. Um, and although they returned the funds, being a, a white hat hacker, other attackers unfortunately noticed the exploit and started to take advantage of it. ForceDAO is a collective of investment strategies for identifying and productionizing alpha or you know, ways to profit across the DeFi ecosystem. So it's a significant hit for them. The exploit itself centered on a bug in the X-Forces contract code, which allowed anyone to basically call this deposit function, regardless of whether or not they were holding these force tokens, which meant that basically anyone could start um, minting uh, tokens without actually locking any tokens into the vault for it. Shopify as well this week has expressed interest in finding ways to integrate with the DeFi community. Their CEO, to Toby Lutke, uh, has turned to crypto circles in Twitter asking about how they could potentially tie up uh, Shopify to take advantage of some of the DeFi initiatives. Uh, and he specifically asked, you know, what commerce related opportunities are you most excited about uh, and what, how they'd like uh, Shopify to fit into that ecosystem. So again, just another big sign of the, the, the broader interest about integrating with all of the great innovation that's happening here with some of the existing and widely used technology platforms. Compound, one of the original DeFi protocol projects, has hit a major milestone with 15 billion available for, for lending uh, on, on the actual platform. Compound is the does actually dominate uh, the DeFi market with about nine, making up about 19% of the total value of uh, that's locked up in, in DeFi currently. Balancer, um, the fifth largest decentralized exchange protocol is now planning to expand to the Algorand platform as well, making use of a technology called Reach, which is a protocol agnostic blockchain programming language. In the world of NFTs, Gucci and other luxury fashion brands are apparently very close to launching uh, NFT offerings. We've also seen two Coinbase employees exchange NFT rings using their phones during their wedding ceremony this week, which has been uh, one, one take on using the technology, but unlikely to gain, gain wider adoption. But on a more serious note, uh, 
Mark Cuban has been working alongside a group called Sound Ventures, which was founded by actor Ashton Kutcher and music executive Guy Osiri in judging a new NFT pitching competition. Mark Cuban's very famous for his work on Shark Tank, which where entrepreneurs pitch business ideas for investments. And uh, the collaboration here is uh, is on actually pitching for a um, an NFT related business idea with a purse of one million uh, up for grab for, for the winners. Uh, but they also have uh, the NFT producing musicians uh, and artists are involved in this as well with Snoop Dogg and Three Lao who. Thrilla had a very significant NFT auction a couple of months back. And also the pseudonymous NFT art collector, Whale Shark and Metacovin, who bought the record-breaking Beeple for 69 million recently. So it'll be amazing to see the, the businesses that are pitched here and also what comes out of this and wins the wins the one million purse that's on offer. The auction house Sotheby's as well is hosting its first NFT sale next week too. Their competitor Christie's did in that they're going to have this collection um, it's going to be in the form of digital cubes where there's basically the, each individual of these NFTs, one is for one cube, one is for five cubes, one is for 10 cubes, one is 20, 50, 100, 500, and 1,000. And the idea is, is that a collector says how many cubes they want to purchase and then they'll get uh, that specific number. So if they say they want to have 110 cubes, they'll get the, the 100 cube plus the 10 cube. So the idea here is it's slightly more experimental in that they want to scrutinize uh, the understanding of value um, and you know what what does value actually mean to these these, these collectors or, uh, or buyers of these? So the, the actual sale starts this week, but given its more sort of abstract nature than the sale of the Beeple piece, it'll it'll be a fun take to see how it actually pans out. Christie's as well. They've now announced their their second big uh, NFT auction where they're going to be selling collection of nine CryptoPunks uh, next month. The CryptoPunks, they're some of the earlier NFTs that have been around for a while. These are nine CryptoPunks that were created in the early days of uh, Lava Labs, who's created them. There's also limited edition NFTs of real life street art, which are getting listed on Rarible. So these Kiwi NFTs will give people exclusive rights to real artwork, not just a picture. So what this, this artist, uh, Kiwi, is actually going to be generating a 1,001 unique NFTs, but they're also going to have real-life street art counterparts, and the geolocation of these the, the, the street art is actually going to be recorded in the NFT as well. So it's a, it's a pretty cool a convergence of the the, the, the real life and the, the virtual worlds with this initiative. And, and then finally, McDonald's have started teasing uh, an NFT Big Mac, uh, and, as well as a number of other NFTs, really representing their iconic menu items. Uh, however, unlike many other brands who've started experimenting with NFTs, who've say created an auction and then given the proceeds to charity, McDonald's is actually offering them as prizes in social media contests. In terms of our metrics this week, the crypto market cap is up almost six and a half percent, and it's over two, two tri just over two trillion dollars. The amount locked in DeFi as well is up, uh, up a similar amount, uh, uh, just under fifty-two billion now. Uh, the seven-day average NFT sale price was um, just under $2,000. However, the actual um, number of sales has almost doubled in the last week, um, but most of this has been due to activity on the sec secondary market. That's all we have for this week. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel, and of course, uh, rate the show and review it too. Links to all items are available in the show notes and on our website, weekinblockchain.com. We're also hosting a weekly clubhouse room every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. GMT, if you'd like to discuss any of the items covered here. Thanks.